I'm Dr. Ben Rall. Do you know where the most amazing doctor lives? You may be surprised to learn that it's actually right inside of you. Yet, today's healthcare model is built on a foundation that the greatest doctor instead comes in the form of pills, potions, lotions, even surgery. So listen in, because what if the majority of what you have been told about health and healing is not only wrong, but actually harmful to you? One thing is for sure, when you work with your body and not against it, you'll begin to discover that you are in fact designed to heal. I want to welcome everybody back to another episode of Design to Heal. Dr. Ben, we're, um, as we often say on the show, we're living in an interesting world today. And um, I, I, you're, you know, it, it's hard to ascertain sometimes, you know, who our, our listeners are. We know so many of them are, are local and are part of your practice, but there's also so many people national that, um, you know, have gotten on board of the show, friends of uh, other Kairos that sure. are, uh, you know, in your network and everything that listen and, and, and tune in and everything. But I, I think, I don't want to discount the fact, and I want the listeners to know right from the outset, um, this show idea was my idea. This was not Ben planning this thought of saying, oh, hey, a, let me is go. This a, is this a, uh, a disclaimer? It's uh, a disclaimer. Yeah, it's a disclaimer of, of the sorts. The views shown on this are not necessarily <laughs> that of the of the host or something? Okay. No, no, no. Well, I, I, it's, it, because I don't want this to come across as like a backwards way of you like pushing out your ideas and, oh, and thoughts okay. on something like that. Like. I ask the question because I literally think that there's a good portion of this audience, if not the entirety of this audience, that says, hey, Dr. Ben, we're on board with you, man, but we look at this world and we just don't know what to do, right? We, we, we you know, there's, there's a lot of things going on in every direction and we just don't know what to do. And so I wrote down a few points, just some things that are kind of, you know, in the present right now. And I'm sure as we, uh, we talk, we're going to get on some tangents from these as well. And even some other things will kind of come up, but just the talk of preparation today. You know, so often we've asked the question, you've asked the question to the audience, what, you know, what would it take to wake you up, right? And, and I guess, you know, for them, I want to ask on their behalf, hey, Ben, for the ones who are awake, yeah. right, in light of present things, what are some things that they can be doing to prepare? What are you doing, man? How are you leading your, your family through this, your life, et, et cetera? Um, yeah, well, as a disclaimer, or not a disclaimer, <laughs> I mean, just as a, as a transparent as I can be, I mean, if you were watching a video of this right now, I'm over here rubbing my head and scratching my, my eyeballs going, I have a lot of friends that are in this space, and, and there's, a, you know, there's a continuum there, right? You uh -huh. have everything from kind of the, the preppers, I guess they call them, you know, kind of <laughs> yeah. kind of deal, and, you yeah. know, building up their, their, their stuff and their bug out bags and, you know, all that kind of stuff, and then you've got, you know, another end of the spectrum, and um, I have kids, and I know all of the questions that 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 you're asking. And I'm gonna, I will, I'm gonna share my perspective today. It's an evolving perspective. Uh, I don't claim to have authority on it. It is literally just that, all right. And and so if it's valuable, great. If if you listen in and you're like, oh man, we better, I got to get to Dr. Ben because he needs some education. Then, <laughs> then I'm, I'm happy to have that too. Um, we were actually, I was actually at a, an event this weekend, a, a mm -hmm. chiropractic kind of seminar, and and um, my my talk, if you will, was this is what I said, and I don't want to be the the bad news guy here. My talk is basically, what if things don't get better, right? What if what if we're kind of still heading down? And I was listening to some stuff this morning on a, on a kind of a talk radio, and uh, definitely some talk about things not getting better, maybe for a while, right? And maybe some inflation stuff that's coming or likely yeah. coming, and yeah. what that could really look like for us. And so I've, when you ask me. You know what am I doing, and what is my family doing? I'm I struggle with this whole piece of, you know, what my kids are going to experience and are experiencing right now is, 
I guess isn't the right way to say it. I just it's I feel like it's really unfair for them. Like it sucks. Excuse my language, yeah. right? Yeah. I just feel yeah. bad. Like yeah. like in some ways their childhood is being stolen from them, right? Yeah. The way yeah. that I lived and you lived and yeah. playing in the dirt yeah. and yeah. and you know just their experience has been so different. Now trying to grow up in this tech world and trying to navigate, you know, social, you know, all that stuff and so then you default to just almost not having them engage in it cuz it's so you know ridiculous excuse you know not excuse me just yeah. there there's the value of it is so limited yeah. right yep. in my opinion and so but you but I don't have a major skill set in the other okay yeah. I, yeah. I grew up with yeah. a typical guy in the you know town and mm-hmm. whatever right just kind of what what my view is normal now maybe every generation looks at it like this but I feel like things have gotten pretty serious pretty quick here this last yeah. little bit we're yeah. looking at some yeah. real serious conversations in our in yeah. our nation so I'm not a I'm not a prepper Okay, so I'll start with that. Mm-hmm. I don't have, uh, you know, my, my bug out bag set up. I don't have, you know, my, my militia, you know, built. I don't have, <laughs> uh, you know, my underground tunnel. And I'm not making light of that. I, I just, I have, here's been my premise at this point, which is if it gets that crazy, okay, if it gets you know, all the, you know, worst case scenarios mm-hmm. that you hear about. Mm-hmm. And again, we're just talking, all right? I look at it and I go, well, heck. You know, um, <laughs> probably, you know, so a I fantastic got fantastic response by the so way. Well, so I got a little, <laughs> so what? I got a couple more weeks of rice and beans than the other guy. <laughs> like, it doesn't give me a lot of comfort. Like, right, okay, so right. I've stored, so I've got all my money in gold and silver and right. crypto. So I'm going right. to ride this thing out. I'm just right. not, no, but, but that's yeah. me. Okay. Yeah. But I also yeah. have a wife and I have two kids. Yeah. Right. And they have the right to feel the way that they feel about that. They do. Okay. And so I'm not claiming to have all authority on that. Right. I just mean, I'm the guy, and we've talked about this. I'm yeah. the guy that feels like I'm supposed to stay and fight. Right. Okay. Right. I just that's my my whatever personality or my calling. I don't whatever word you want to use. Right. I'm just my response is not run and hide. Not to saying that that's what that is. Mm-hmm. My response is, you know, here I am. Bring it. Bring it. Right now. That's <laughs> I do not mean that egotistically or prideful. <laughs> I just, that's I, know, I, how, just he, I, he, I do hear the boxer Ben and you come on, bring it. <laughs> I got well, I just, for, I just think it's worth fighting for. It is. Okay. It is. And it I think is. that it's possible. I think yeah. that the truth is, is real. I think that people can be woken up to this. But Ben, it yeah. begs, there really isn't a, I mean, let's be honest here. You really can't go and hide anyway. I mean, if you think about that, wherever somebody goes, some of the issues that we're going to talk about, they're going to face to some degree or another. Absolutely. Right? You know what I mean? I mean, you're, you, you bring up a, again, an interesting <laughs> point. I mean, this is what I think was was happened to us a little bit where it does get confusing. I think when yeah. we think about this, and I've talked with this with, mostly with my wife, which is, you know, we think, okay, well, but but what we don't realize is if it again, if it really gets that bad and crazy, yeah, like so many areas have gotten bad and crazy, right? Like even like this one thing I was listening to today, the guy said, listen, if if you don't have any, if you don't have anything. The others aren't going to have anything. Uh, yeah. Like it isn't like, you know, if I just have, you know, some savings and a few bushels of corn and a few razor blades and some toilet paper and a, and a, and a, and a garden, right? And I'm not trying to, again, make light of any of that. That's not what this, that's not the totality of what we're talking about. Correct. Here. When it, when Correct. you use, you know, you hear this comparisons lately to, you know, Nazi Germany or Bolshevik revolution or yeah. just some history, historical times that have happened. Yeah. There's people that are saying that it, we could go down a road of different, but similar meaning mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. you know, t- difficult mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. My, my point in this is, is 
I don't think we really... So I, I don't know if I talked about this on the last show, but I went camping with my son recently. And uh, and I think I did mention this. And we went out... You mentioned the, some, but the okay. audience wants to hear more. So we went, well, no, it's embarrassing. <laughs> These, my last shows have not been... They've been very humbling. Like I right? said, the audience wants to hear more. So we go out we go out camping, and a friend of mine had sent us where to go, and, and we were hiking in, and my son, you know, 11, 12 years old. And, yeah. and let's just say I, um, I'm embarrassed of how poorly I performed, okay? <laughs> and, and I actually had the thought when I was doing that. I was like, man, if it goes down... Right now, I know we got the whole spectrum on this show, right? You know, people like, some people are saying, what do you mean goes down, right? Just, you know, where the world's kind of falling apart here. And, and we will unpack that yeah. goes down idea in a few minutes. Here. I don't have, like, like I was, um, I, um, it was not impressive of what my skill set was in the woods, okay? Um, we got, we got rained on, a tent's collapse, and I'm, t- I don't even, it's embarrassing, right? My son was not even impressed. He was like, this is, this is my dad. This is what, <laughs> this is what I need to depend on. So here's here's my point. I think if we were really realistic yeah. about the skill sets required to actually pull it off, yeah, because it's not going to run to the grocery store and pick up a can of berries. Uh, that's right. It's not going to be that's so. Then right. to actually successfully pull off self sustainability, yeah. is like major gaps of skill set yep. that yep. a majority of us do not have. Yeah, just fact. Yeah. Yep. Okay, yep. so if Agreed. we don't, if most of us don't have that, and the the the, the timeline to get that is not small, <laughs> you don't just say I'm going to have a garden, I'm going to be good at, it, I'm going to be able to can and live, and you know, right? Most of us don't have the means to go live out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Most of us don't have, you know, we need our jobs, right? So, yep. so yep. that's where my response has been. What my thoughts right now are: let's fight for it not to happen. Great. Let's press in and say no. So, so let's talk about then. So that's a great preface because I think that that clarifies for people like, you know, all right, we, I don't need to build a bomb shelter. Dr. No, Pino. you might. You, <laughs> you, no, I don't mean that. But, but, but here's, here's what I think is important. Here I have some, no, I don't, I just want to be clear. Yeah. I have no, for those people that that is where they're at, like, I respect that. Sure. Like, I think, I think we kind of need both. To be honest with you, Fair. okay, Fair. but yeah, but go on. So, well, so here's some of the issues that I think I, I think we could look at it this way. This is where we want to go topically. When you stay and you're engaged in the fight, here's what you can expect to face. Right? Here's some big issues. And like I said, I got a couple of bullet points here. Let's let's start with this one, Ben. We're hearing we're hearing lots of rumblings centered around. Um, what used to be the the biggest out? I don't want to say the easiest because I'm not going to say it was necessarily an easiest out, but say for you know, vaccine exemptions or something like that, great, which great was, example. you know, a religious exemption. It's a great example. Right it just happened in Connecticut. Connecticut last week, um, or whenever you're listening to this, within the most recent, you know, a couple of few weeks ago, uh, there was a bill, I'm paraphrasing here, but there was a bill being proposed that was going to remove remove religious exemptions. Right. Okay. Uh, and so, and essentially also um, um, medical. Okay. But the, the main premise of this was, so now, now, mind you guys, this is America, okay? Where they're saying you don't, you can no longer use a religious exemption about whether or not something's going to be injected inside into your child. So they had six thousand people show up in the grass in front of the building until the late hours of the night, chanting. They had, you know, top leaders fly in. Bobby Kennedy's there trying to meet with the legislature. I mean, like all hands on deck. Okay. And I don't say this to discourage anybody. Yeah. Like, like the final stand. They brought great, everybody yeah. in. 6,000 private citizens show up chanting all day long, as compelling of argument as you can make. And mm-hmm. at 845, they vote 
21 to 14, right along party lines, right along party lines, 21 Democrats, whatever, 14 the other way, a few detractors that said, we will now make medical decisions for your kids. We do not care about your religious beliefs. In that same state, a couple weeks earlier, they had voted about, or they had discussions about like police workers being able to wear whatever... Um, a headgear mm-hmm. they want, mm-hmm. you know, for depend on the religion, right? right? Like if they wanted to wear a, I don't know, the different names of the things. Right, right. They said it's their religious right to be able to wear whatever type of headgear that, you know, hat or or whatever they want, right? In, as an expression of their religious freedom. So right. we allow police officers to wear whatever headwear they want because we believe religious freedom is so important. But your religious freedom isn't important to your child's uh, autonomy of their body. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... So now we lost that battle, but I don't think we're going to lose the war. Don't mm-hmm. so so be encouraged. I just these are the facts. So but but, but pause for a second. Yeah, can yeah. you clarify? Because this is the question I want to ask. Like, you say that legislation passes. Can you without being? I, you don't have to be an alarmist on this. Like this is not you being like. All right, let me use rhetorical hyperbole yeah. Yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. What does that now mean for a family up there? What what potentially now could be done to a kid? I mean, can they knock on a door? Well, no, I mean, they, what, I mean, what happens no, no, at that point? no, not necessarily that because it's a religious exemption. Okay. So what it's going to mostly require now, who knows how it's going to continue to squeeze. Right. Because right? that's the question people are asking. What but does that mean? Right for now, me, it means right? you won't be able to use that as an exemption to go to school. So I'm a two family working family. I, want, I, I can't homeschool. I don't want to homeschool. I can't afford to homeschool. But, but Ben, we know of states that require the same vaccine, vaccination schedules even when you homeschool, don't we? All right. That's there, out there. That's um, that is well. California would be the most likely one who is saying, and there's still, I mean, and there's great organizations that are fighting those regulations, right, but that's right. that's the pipeline. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if somebody says, well, well, I'll just, I guess I'll just have to homeschool or yeah, something. Yeah, and there's like that, some places you know? for now you can get away with that, right? Right. But 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 then the next year's legislation that says, oh, if you're still homeschooling, that's the same requirement. There's ones that are saying you have to be vaccinated for virtual. <laughs> it's like it doesn't even make sense. So, but to your to yeah. your question here, so I do want to give a little perspective. So that Connecticut's a, a, a voting, and by the way, the the governor signed the bill. Okay, so this is this has happened. This happened. Okay, and he said, and and so that made them the sixth sixth state to do that. Mm. Okay, so part of the reason I bring that up is because. You know, I can't keep up how many states we have who keep trying. I don't know. Did Washington, D.C. become another state yet? I can't tell. But the, <laughs> when I grew up, it was 50 states. Right. So right. we'll call it 50. Right. So the 50 states. So I say that to say, see, it's not a majority. There's only six states. And by the way, three of those now six states have legislation on them to create what they call a personal belief exemption. Okay. okay. So now yeah. I still think we, in this country, what we're founded on, that a religious foundational exemption should absolutely exist. I don't love the idea of it being a personal belief uh, concept, but my point in saying that is even in those states that they've removed that, there's still a push to say, but we have to have something, right? Some sort of personal position. Religious, I think, would be the best understanding right, of right, that. Right. So, it is, so it's still a minority right, of the states by far, six of 50, that even have that legislation on them. Okay, all in severely de- democratic states, and I'm not using that as a as a as a as a political conversation. It's a reality. All okay? of these states that have passed this has this yeah. all been since the inception of the pandemic, or no? It's in, in the those... last 
few years. But, okay, few years. Least, okay. yeah, California, okay. uh, you know, starting it, and and so um, I, I, mostly, and then the Northeast. But uh, so the reason, and I don't know the entire question there, but what what's happening as these as these it's lockstep, right? It's oh, we remove the religious, then we remove the medical, then we make the requirement to get in the school. Now we make it for colleges. Now we make it for homeschool. So it's this slow fade, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why you know a lot of these people that are you know people some people call them alarmists. This isn't alarmist. This is just the, literally what's happening in front of our faces, right? Mm-hmm. Any more than pe- the people that have been concerned about the side effects for the vaccines that in the beginning, like, well, hey, you're part of the problem. And now people are saying there's people all over the place getting injured and killed and they're stopping it. And it's, it's in the, mm-hmm. it's in the thousands upon thousands of adverse reactions that have been reported. Like, <laughs> like it's a reasonable question to ask. Do, are you okay with the state not allowing you to have a religious stance on how you want to medically care for your kids. If that bothers you, we need to get in the game. And if you think you're going to run away to a cave, right, and protect yourself, first of all, that's, unless you're a wild introvert, that ain't living. That isn't what we were put here on this earth to do. That's not, that's not the destiny of God's creation to go run and hide and be by yourself or a few other families so we could just, honestly, to me, that's insanely selfish. I'm like, what about the people that can't afford to do that? What about the people that don't have the skills? We just leave them. Well, I'm sorry. You weren't prepared. You should have been ready. You should have got your bag together. You should have learned how to garden. Whatever. If this is ridiculous, then who the heck's going to stand up and say, no. Mm. Now, thank God 6,000 people tried to do it. And it gives you an example of what we're up against. Even 6,000 people, they came out and they said, this is the largest gathering we've ever had of people. So, you know, we have a governor uh-huh. that yesterday or again, whenever, right, recently came out and said, hey, I'm removing all restrictions, COVID, right? right let's right. get going. And then there's a few, in this case, you're democratically, democratically lined, you know, people. So mm-hmm. Orange County, more of that where we live yeah. is saying like, you know, the governor or the, the, the mayor, like, whoa, 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 we're not going to play by those rules. Right. And so it does matter your elected officials, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Cause they mm-hmm. have authority and, and, and rightfully so in cases, I, I'm not anti that, that, you know, that's why we elect them. Well, I mean, basically we we've seen responses already that have promised to fight against that legislation. We're seeing, yeah. Right? And we're seeing, you know, we're seeing this in school boards where uh, there was one the other day where I saw where it was a school board, they were trying to get the mask mandate result removed they had like 278 patient parents come to to, to testify against wow. it right yeah and and then all they just sit there and they just sit there and they listen to that and then they just vote to keep it right just right. it's and so the, the, right. the in those instances the only thing we can really do is vote them out vote right. them out right, right? if we right. don't believe that so that's where i just struggle with this it's like i i can't vote them out if i'm living you know right in a cave right. somewhere and right. again i'm being somewhat facetious right i think we are we're we're afraid and so out of that fear we just we close down, right? We're afraid of uh, for our own safety yeah, I, and or I agree our own life. The, I, I do, Ben. I do agree with the, the the fear piece. I think there's a listener out there, probably a lot of them, that are also saying, you know, Ben, for the six thousand that showed up in Connecticut, how many million were absolutely in support of that legislation yeah, being passed? I agree as well. And so it's not just a fear; it's a frustration that and says, until, "Am I the only one?" Well, you know, and until that, yeah. we until we get that million to engage, right? Then we're gonna lose. So, so what is that? So then give an encouragement Then are you saying to the <laughs> listeners, Hey, this is time to, you know, you've got to exercise your voice. You've got to like, you can't be on the, I mean, cause I kind of yeah. hear reading between the lines. I'm hearing you saying you got to choose your sides. You're on one or the other. And there's no sideline. Well, and I think there's no place for that. You right? brought it up where you said, even if we're under that little bit of an illusion that we can kind of hide or ride it out. Right. It's that old, we've said this on the show, gosh, it seems like every episode lately, right? The old statement, right? They came for the, it's the socialist. Yeah. I wasn't a socialist. They came for the Jew. I wasn't a Jew. They came for the blank and it wasn't a blank. And so then they finally came for me, but nobody was left. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. Yeah. We're, we, we, if, if we don't, 
me, my approach, it's like even in a health example, it's a lot easier to lose 10 pounds than it is to lose 100 pounds. Fair. Okay, so much easier to get in the game at the early. Now, it's also easier to ignore it at that point, right? Because like, hey, it's no big deal. So, you know, these things that are happening a little bit, you oh, well, I'm not in Connecticut. Great. Right now, we have a governor that seems to side on the, you know, the side of freedom or, you know, yeah, pro, yeah. you know, those things. So you could hate it. That's a, this is, yes, I've made some political comments here today. That's not the point. It's just the reality of where we're looking at. Well, well, but also, that could change you, tomorrow or, you know, next year. And now what? You're right. But I think also there are people that will hear what happened in Florida yesterday and go, yeah, that's awesome. Thank God that, you know, the governor did this or whatever, not realizing he just started a war. I mean, I don't know how else to say it, Ben. He just started a war. Now, you can agree or disagree with whatever, but you know, you're know, you not going to have people just sit on the sidelines quietly when he's saying, open things up, take off the masks. In fact, what as I read, I did not see the uh, the press uh, conference or whatever, but I did read... You know, experts and, yeah. and was reading the uh, you know the quotations of him was what is he saying? Like I've not seen evidence, you know, for the masks things. I'm like, man, I've, has he been talking to Ben? I feel like I've heard that line a few I, times. You know, no, but I, but I appreciate that he looks at science. Right, right, and 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 that's literally what he was saying in uh, you know in his words and everything. And I'm going, okay, that's that's great, but you don't say something like that without inciting a war, you know. And maybe maybe he won the day yesterday, but they're going to be coming. But here's the right. point. But here's but here's so okay. But here's the and, thing. And so, usually, when somebody responds to the war, they respond with an overcorrection. Is so, what I'm trying to say. So, but him not to say that is not a good idea. Oh no 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 no! I'm defending but that's, him saying and that's that. That's what keeps so many people from speaking out because the arrows will come. True. So I'm not. I meet so many people. I meet all these people. That's a good. I word, don't yeah. vaccinate my kids, but I don't tell anybody because I don't want them to come for me. I don't do this, but I don't tell anybody. So everybody's living in this little quiet closet life. Yeah. And allows the lie to continue because we're so afraid they're going to go do something. Yeah. And it takes people. I, I think I sent you that quote from somebody that sent me recently from Billy Graham that says, you know, basically I'm paraphrasing, but when you stand up, right, when you make a courageous, a courageous stance, it gives other people, it stiffens other people's backbones to do that too, mm. right? Mm. And so, you know, I'm, I've, just, again, just more personality, not because I've got something to figure out, just how I, I'm in. You mm. know, I, I, I make that a point mostly to encourage or or you know give courage or something whatever that word is so other people that are struggling with that right. can say well you know maybe I can show up to that rally maybe I can show up to that school board meeting maybe I can you know whatever you know make a stand to my family that thinks I'm you know a horrible person cuz I'm not getting vaccinated or whatever mm -hmm, you know what I mean mm -hmm. most of those people that have those stances are actually the more educated i assure you Governor DeSantis is not making those statements frivolously. Mm. He can defend mm. every one of those statements way better than you can defend the alternative to that. Mm. Okay, you you think he's gonna just run his mouth about that? You think he just made up some science? As well, you know, no. Mm. So thank God mm. he somebody's got to talk some freaking common sense out mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Somebody's got to give a, a contrasted you know position and look at this. Or are we just gonna keep going around and hoping it's gonna just change because what? Waiting for the CDC to say that's going to be the case? They just came out and said, now vaccinate 12-year-olds. You don't think six months from now it'll be vaccinate six-year-olds? And then what do you think it'll be after that? We'll put it on the ASIP schedule. It'll become the recommended immunization after they take away the emergency order and they just mm -hmm. approve it completely. Mm -hmm. And now it becomes an annual shot. And then they've removed your religious exemptions. And now you have a schedule for mandating vaccines and you have no rights. And we go, how did this happen? It happened because we didn't do anything now because we we're too busy running out in the forest, mm -hmm. you know, growing tomatoes because mm -hmm. we were scared of it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to go that way. There's another narrative. Mm -hmm. There's another way that doesn't have to just be like, oh my gosh, you're coming for me. Well, freaking show up. 
That's what happened in the Revolutionary War. They sent them over. And a whole bunch of ragtag farmers with pitchforks and, you know, whatever, shovels said, come on. And you know what they said? The reason that when I, the little bit of the history that I've read on it is in a wild paraphrasing of it, sure. right, is simply saying they, we, you know, the American revolutionaries, we were willing to die for it. We wanted it more than they did. All right. We would fight till the end. And when they sent those other soldiers from across the sea and they showed up, they weren't ready for that. Okay, so we 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 have how to the level how serious we take this is how we will respond. And I think responding out of fear only makes it where it might. I mean, what's that old? Uh, I don't want to incite a uh, uh, Braveheart here, right? But remember that scene. And again, I'm but basically, oh God, help me out here. But basically, you can stay and not fight, right? You know, or you can. I just see, I just see you on a horse with the blue, blue paint, yeah, yelling no, no, freedom. No, no. That's all I see right now. No, just, so we, we, you know, it, I understand the illusion and the yeah. desire to want to go away. Yeah, there's days. I'd be lying if I told you I haven't mm-hmm. explored some things for myself and my family. Okay, and 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 I will continue to sure. right, just as a, a person that's gonna gonna do that. But at the same time, I I, I can't shake that thing in me that says we gotta fight. For truth, for the people that can't, for the, for the, the, for our next generation, I can't. You know, I, I, I almost kind of wind down on this. I remember I read this book, and it was I've talked about it probably before. It was an old all books. It was an old Max Lucado book, all right? And then mm. it was kind of in the introduction, and he says he was talking to his grandson, and his grandson had asked him these questions, and he said, "Grandpa, you know, this way I remember it." He said, "You know, Grandpa, you know, back in um uh, like uh the the the." Uh, slavery times, right? Mm-hmm. You know, where do you where you know where do you think you would have ended up? And he said, "Well, you know, I'd like to believe I would have ended up, you know, right on the the, the bright side of that, right? I would have known it was." Well. And then mm-hmm. he said, "Well, Grandpa, what about like the the Nazi Germany, you know, time? If you were, you know, if you were there in that time, how would you have responded?" And again, he said, "Well, I'd like to believe I, you know, would have been on that the side of of, of truth there." And so then the third question, and this is the one that when I say literally keeps me up at night, literally keeps me up at night which is, what is the thing going on right now? My kids are going to look at me someday, and they're going to say, Dad, in 2020, in 2021, or whatever the years are, when this was all going down, mm-hmm. what were you doing? Mm-hmm. My gosh, Dad, you knew about health, and you were a doctor, and you mm-hmm. knew this thing, and you raised us this way. And I said, well, I was really scared, so we moved away, and we, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't want them, you know, whatever. And they, I just, I just look, see my kids looking at me like, what the hell's wrong with you, Dad? Mm. Like, you just tried to protect our little life, but what about everybody else? Mm. Well, you were in a position to understand what, a little bit of what's going on, not that I have it all figured out, but why didn't you fight? Mm. Well, I was scared. I was this, I was that. Like, that doesn't cut it for me. That's a, mm. that's a, it's like, that is a, it's a spineless response. And I know this is a strong, and I'm not, mm. I'm just telling you, because you asked, right? And you asked on this show, and I'm simply saying, if we don't fight, then we get what we deserve. When I got in the ring, when I'm boxing for you know ten years, I didn't have a choice, you know, if I wanted to fight. Hmm. And if I just took a knee, the ref would wave off the fight, and the other guy get his hand raised. Now I didn't win every fight, and I've had some rough losses, and some bloody noses, and some black eyes, and some 
you know, some tough <laughs> headaches, okay? But we had to fight. If I got in there and I got on a knee and I climbed out and they said, well, Ben, and then I started complaining about how tough the guy was and how strong he was. And they say, well, dude, you didn't even fight. Well, he got the trophy. He won. Yeah, you did. You, you freaking bailed. So we got to get in the game. Now, everything that we all are thinking, and I am not saying I don't feel those same things, right? They talk about, you know, it's an old book called, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway, right? We've, we, we're none of us, not, not, a lot of us are not okay with what's happening, but we're spending more of our time trying to figure out where we're going to run off to than we are, how we're going to stop, you know, make the change or, or, or reverse the laws or wake people up or whatever. And so, you know, I don't know, this is probably a crazy episode and, and, and I don't, you know, know where that leaves us. You ask me where I'm at, that's where I'm at. You know, I reserve the right to change my mind, I guess. Right. <laughs> and, and again, that's just my perspective. Now, if my wife was sitting here right now, she might be like, whoa, you know, we need to chat. Right. Um, and we do chat because these are big deals, right. Sure. And these are big conversations. Sure. I don't take them lightly at all. I think we are living through one of the most incredible moments in human history, mm. at least in our lifetimes. Mm. What's happening is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. And I think we should all challenge ourselves to think beyond just ourselves and just beyond even our own families. I, I do. I don't think that's, I don't think that's how this thing works. We want to use the argument, we're all in this together. You know, you hear that used a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay, that means more than just me and my kids. That means we're in this as families, as communities, as nations, as a world. And there's, a, there's multiple narratives on how this thing could unfold. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be totalitarian drone control, vaccine passport, removal of religious freedoms. There's another way, actually, largely what America was founded on, that's not perfect, but allows an opportunity for improvement and, 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 and conversation and dialogue and, 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 you know, correction. And so I don't know. What's your final thoughts, brother? It's one of those subjects. I, th I think there are a thousand more questions than answers right now. I really think that's what it, what's, what it comes down to. You know, I look at, I look at people who are being told, you know, how many colleges have said your kid can't come next year unless they're, you know, they've got a vaccination or something like that. And people feel strong. I mean, I think people are facing scenarios like that where they're going, how strong do I really hold this conviction? Right. Because at some point, you know, is this and, and you know, we use this all the time. Also, that the boiled frog analogy or whatever. And I think that they're starting to realize, wow, we are we're in the pot right now. And they just keep inching up the, you know, the temperature. And I think for a lot of people out there, they don't they don't know how to fight. They don't and know I what that looks you, like. If, if, if every one of those students said, I'm not going to get vaccinated, they drop it. I don't disagree. So until as long as we keep going along with it and saying, well, I didn't want to, but here you go. Well, I didn't want to, but here you go. Yeah, Ben. Then, we're, then we're, we're, we chose our own destiny. I don't disagree. I think when I look at it, though, I, 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 I think you have a more optimistic view of how many people <laughs> out there don't want to get the vaccine or don't whatever. I, I oh. look, hey, I think there's a shadow population that you referenced that is absolutely true of so many that are, man, we're not doing this, we're not doing this, we're not doing this, but I don't even think that that population is anywhere near a majority for starters, but not even even, I, I, you know, you don't well, know. So, so my, my argument, not my argument, but my, yeah. my, my response to that is, mm -hmm. and the only reason I probably have hope is because um, um, uh, 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 there's still a lot of those people that, like you said, maybe don't feel that way, but the reason they don't feel that way is because they've been lied to. 
Agreed. They don't feel that way because of some deep actual conviction. They've been culturally brainwashed to go along with something. Right. So my hope right. and my prayer would be that actually those people can be woken up. It'd be much like looking back and forgive the heavy analogy. If we look back at civil rights time and maybe culturally the belief was something really ridiculous about the color of the skin. Uh, and it was. And it was. <laughs> but if I'm sitting there and I would yeah. just say, well, you know, a whole lot of people just think that's color of your skin. So yeah. what are we going to do? We're all just, yeah. no, yeah. some good hard fighting people said, this is crazy. Yeah. And then the, yeah. over time, people are like, you know what? Now that I think about it, that is crazy. And what if it was reversed and all the different, and I'm, you know, people crossing lines and riding buses and marching and protest, you know, to raise the awareness of the issue. And so people that had a belief could go, wait a minute, mm. right? Mm. It isn't some deeply held conviction that they really have. They've been brainwashed. Mm. And mm. so it takes good truth tellers you know, and it's not the totality of the story, but it's it's an important part of the story, right? And and so I think I, I think the only reason I, I have that optimism is because I go, well, when people learn the truth, they'll say this is ridiculous. If people really knew the implications of removing religious exemptions for people and the actual risks associated with said diseases, mm -hmm. they'd say this is insane. I believe that. Mm. I do believe that. Mm. And I think that's a lot of people. I think it's more than six thousand. Give the listeners an action step then. Okay, if they're yeah. here and they're in the fight, what's the first thing that they can do that you believe that you know is you know is part of your responsibility, but also you have a, you know, you have a bigger platform, a bigger influence. What is their responsibility? Maybe on the ground, in their neighborhoods, and their families, or whatever. What does that look like? Well, I I, I would just say, and then this is just off the off the cuff here. I mean, I I just it's a it's a it's a major enough issue to get yourself educated about. You can't just play dumb. You can't bury your head in the sand. Mm -hmm. You can't say, oh, this is too much. I don't want to think about it. Mm -hmm. You can't just say, oh, it's overwhelming. I don't know what I'm going to do. You can't, mm -hmm. you guys got to, you got to get in the game. Mm -hmm. Some of us, you got to just, you got to reread the <laughs> constitution. You got to read a, a, a book or two. You got to, you know, turn off, you know, CNN and Fox and read a book, mm -hmm. right? You need to look at historically what's happened. I just read a great book called uh, Live Not By Lies. And it's about, you know, what's happened historically and how people respond. It's a great book, mm -hmm. uh, Live Not mm -hmm. By Lies. I mm -hmm. recommend mm -hmm. reading it, right? You, you have to see that we are in epic times mm -hmm. and, you know, life as usual won't cut it. Mm -hmm. And if that's what you're thinking you're going to do, if I was going to go climb you know, Kilimanjaro or something like this, right? And, uh, and and so you were asking me, let's just say, you know, hey, Ben, um, you know, if you want to go climb Kilimanjaro, what are some things you would say you should do? You'd probably say, you need to start learning about how hard that is, and you need to probably start walking around your neighborhood with a backpack on, or I don't know, right ever, right? <laughs> you have to begin preparing yourself. Because if you get dropped off at the base of Kilimanjaro and think you're just going to do it because you like mountains, you're a dead man. Yep. So... But if you really want to climb Kilimanjaro, so you've got to, you've got to like, this has got to become a passion and it's passion worthy. You, you have to understand the stakes at hand right now, mm -hmm. the implications of what this could look like. And great, if you have the means to move away to, you know, someplace for a bit or a season, but man, stay engaged. Show up where you can. A lot of, in this one book that I just mentioned there, one of their main issue or main encouragements was stay, um, like fight and contend for truth within your family and your immediate circle. Mm. This is the old days of, you know, hidden church and, mm -hmm. and private mm -hmm. meetings in the houses. Mm -hmm. Like, 
you know, even what we're doing, you know, just mm-hmm. even talking or, you know, your little circle, encourage each other, share stuff, share truth, share events that are happening, mm-hmm. you know, vote, you know, right? Um, get, you know, learn about the issue, mm-hmm. you know, understand what's at, at, at stake here, because if you're just going to put your head in the sand, then, I mean, the risk of sounding kind of ridiculous, you know, you're just part of the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, all, you know, the old saying, all it takes for evil to win is enough good people to do nothing. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be the person that did nothing mm-hmm. or, or worse, ran away. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what, how, what, how, how does that make change? Hmm. I don't think it does. You become, you become a non-issue, right? Uh, there's a great book, if you've read it, you know, by C.S. Lewis, The Screwtape Letters, right? I mean, it talks about, like, just letting, you know, letting those people just, like, that aren't really making any noise over there just keep living because they, they don't care, right? Just, just you know, yeah, you're, not, you're, you're inert. You're, you're, you're impotent. It's, you're not making, you're, not, you're nothing, okay? Not as people, as an individual, you're not nothing, but I just mean... Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're going to, if you don't think this is okay, if you don't like where our country's going, if you don't like where, you know, freedom is going and medical freedom, and if you don't like that stuff, then I'm just saying, like, you got to get, become part of the solution. And part of the solution, in my opinion, is not just hiding. Part of the solution is speaking up, showing up, engaging, learning, educating, asking questions, sharing with others. And that's that's where we sit. Because someday our kids are going to look at us and say, what did you do, dad? When that was going down, what did you do? And I said, well, there was some really good Netflix series. Well, what about everybody else? I wasn't really worried about them. Mm. But dad, the reason my kids now are forced to get vaccinated, the reason that my kids, you know, this, the reason that this, the reason this. So you're telling me at that time, dad, because you were afraid you just did nothing. And I will not look at my kids and say that. I would be embarrassed. I know too much. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to support the show, give us a five-star review and share it with your tribe. To learn more about Dr. Ben's work, visit AchieveWellness.clinic.